Hey guys, it's Brian, and uh, I want to take a moment here just to wish you all a happy and safe uh, Christmas holiday. It's Christmas week, 2017, and uh, even if you're if you're not going to be happy over the holidays, at least be safe. So at least pick uh, one over the other. So be safe if you're not going to be happy. Um, we're uh, we're taking this week off from uh, the podcast, but uh, we wanted to make sure you still had a little something. So we're going to uh, go into the into the wayback machine and uh, give you guys some clips and uh, some segments. These are host segments that uh, we remember as being particularly funny or at least uh, listenable. And um, so uh, we want to wish you guys again a happy Christmas. You'll be hearing from Will and uh, Sammy Joe a little bit later on with their wishes for your holiday season. Um, as for uh, what's going to happen the rest of the year, Brent Morin in town for New Year's Eve at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. We're hoping to get Brent again. He's been on the show before. He's a great guy. And uh, we're hoping to get him back on the show for um, uh, uh, next week, one way or the other. So um, hopefully Brent Morin next week, next Friday, in time for New Year's. And then uh, we're kicking off 2018. Got some cool stuff planned in uh, 2018. Uh, can't tell you any more about that because uh, that would give away the fact that we really don't have anything major planned for 2018. That, that's not true. But uh, anyway, have have a great holiday have a happy and safe holiday. Again, if you have to pick one or the other, pick safe. And uh, we will see you guys uh, hopefully very, very soon. Thanks again for supporting the podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Hi. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Welcome back. Comedy Zone Podcast. Woo-woo. Shouts out to Corey Holcomb for coming through. Yeah. Dude is the man. Here this weekend. Yes. Yes, here this weekend. So get your tickets. Get your tickets. Last time I saw him, uh, that was the one time, one of the few times I've been at the club, and I jumped up and ran because I was laughing so hard. Like it was a deaf comedy jam reaction. <laughs> like I couldn't just sit anymore. Right. Like it moved through me, and I jumped and ran to the bathroom and ran back to my seat. Did wow. you start speaking in tongues? I, it may have Almost. happened. It could have happened. Right. But he's that dude. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a wild boy. So it was good to good to have him in the building. Yeah. So uh, other things that are going on. Uh, OJ made in America. Brian, did you watch it? Sammy, did you see it? I didn't watch it. I wanna. I want to watch it, but mm-hmm. I don't like watching those things um, when they happen live because I don't like commercials. Commercials. I feel I you on that. I hate yeah. them. I feel you. on and that. And I knew it was gonna be chock full of them because so many people were watching. I feel you on that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Did you watch it live? I saw the first episode, and I'm two behind. What is it? Is it ten? It's, it's, it's to, a total of five episodes. Oh, it's five. Okay. So yeah, the but fir- they're two hours a piece, so it's ten hours. No, 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 no. It's seven hours. The first is the first is two, wow. and then the next ones are one a piece. Okay. So it's okay. a total of seven. Okay. But uh, the, the um. Yeah, but the first episode, like, because I like I was telling my uncle about it and some other people I knew, like, hey, you might want to check this out. And they're all like, oh, I saw the people versus OJ. I don't feel like going through the trial again. It's like, no, this is not about the this, trial. Yeah. This is about America. America and the way OJ tried to navigate his way through that. There's just a lot of different things going on. Honestly, I think it's an interesting perspective to give once you've had this uh, 
the American story, whatever, that version. Yeah, yeah. And then other things, like the things I started to notice as I watched the first episode, because all we've known Nicole Brown as, if you live through the trial, you just know her as this domestic abuse victim, right? And the woman that was with OJ and the woman that got killed. But it starts to give a window into who she actually was, how he met her, what she was doing, what her dreams were. Like, it just paints a much fuller picture of everything. Instead of just this one little Yeah, segment. just the trial. And, yeah. You know, so. Did you watch the other? No, I saw like the first two episodes. I thought it was well done. Did you? But it was it was very TV. You could tell it was made for TV. It's not like making a murderer where it's not nice and pretty. Like everything was very finished. Well, the only issue I had with it, from what I saw, was did you feel like they tried to wedge the Kardashians in a little too much? Absolutely. Because they're such a big deal. I guarantee during the trial, nobody gave a shit about Chloe and. Oh no no no! Courtney. Yeah, it was that's just he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. About I was it being around. TV. Nobody was covering. Around. No, no one knew how to say Kardashian. Remember, like everyone was mispronouncing <laughs> the guy's name. <laughs> now we got these kids running around. I'm like, hold on a minute. Yeah, like they go to a restaurant and they get a, a great table. I'm like, was this part of the trial that I missed? <laughs> right. Like it's absolutely sensationalized because they're the Kardashians now. Yeah. Yeah. So if they would have made this show back in the nineties, still they wouldn't have been the, Ow. the Kardashians wouldn't have been in it other than right. Robert. Yeah. So then I thought it was just me. So it wasn't just me that felt like no. they were wedging that in. No, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, so that, yeah. So I'll be looking at the rest of those. Now they're, they're streaming them. You can look at it on yeah. Watch ESPN. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, see. But they're airing regularly on ESPN too. Yeah. But, um, ESPN as well, yeah. not ESPN two. ESPN. Now they de- they debuted this whole thing in a movie theater in the hopes that it can generate some oh. Oscar buzz. Yeah. 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 Wow. So yeah. yeah. So before it showed up on TV, they played it on a couple screens in LA. I haven't I haven't seen anyone that has seen the whole thing that hasn't said it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Like a masterpiece. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I'm. I'm so is it different it. watching those things for you because you are uh, more of the legal mind? Uh, well, I, uh, yes and no. I mean, at the time, I was kind of like, yeah, he did it. That wasn't really a uh, debate for me, right? Uh, <laughs> I almost got excommunicated from my family, <laughs> but I'm just like, yo, like, okay, he did it. Right. <laughs> What's the rest? Um, but so no. Le- so were you shocked by the verdict? Uh, well, I was in high school, so I didn't know as much as I know now. Right. Um, in, in high school at the time, I was shocked. But you still thought he did it in high school? N- I don't know what I thought in high school. I, I, I was. I think I was pulling for him. Uh, yeah. I feel like I might have been pulling for him. Team OJ. Because I was in a predominantly white high school at the time, and I remember the oh. teacher walked. a teacher walked in like it was an announcement and was like, uh, uh, there's been a verdict in the <laughs> trial. Yeah. Uh, he has been found not guilty. And he's like, ow! And then I'm like, yes! you know, like a Jordan fist pump. I think I remember watching it, but I was much younger. Yeah. No offense. No, no, it's all good. But I've, I've, I've arrived at a place now where I believe he did it, but I also believe that the prosecution didn't effectively prove that. Yeah. Right. So those are two different yeah. things, whether he did it and whether they proved but it. But you know what? That's, that is kind of redeeming of the justice system because their job is to prove without a shadow of a doubt yeah. that he's guilty. Yeah. And if they didn't, right. then that is the right verdict. Yeah. Right. And then you have other people who get off and are blatantly fucking guilty like Stanford. Yeah, yeah. And that and listen, that that will any lawyer you talk to, a good one, will tell you this is not about whether you did it or not. This is about whether the 
a prosecution can prove beyond a reasonable doubt right. that you did because we take taking away people's freedom seriously. So you're going to have to prove it. You know, it's different than a civil case where it's just a preponderance of the evidence. A right. Civil case is just 50-50, whichever is 51%, that one. Right. But with, you got to really nail somebody uh, for uh, prosecution. So to, let me tell on. you about this little asshole Uh-oh. of a child hey that I had to deal with mm. on um, Saturday. So I'm up in Asheville for a bar mitzvah, mm. bat mitzvah. And um, a bunch of the kids are from Miami. Let me tell you about 13-year-olds in Miami. Hmm. They are much more grown up Uh-oh. than kids that I ever deal with because their dresses are shorter than my dresses. Ooh. And I'm 28. Okay. <laughs> and their parents are just as bad. Like, hammered. It's 2 in the afternoon. I'm like, wow. all right. So anyways, this kid gets out. And so I go to um, grab his shoulders and be like, it's okay. We're going to have more games. And his friend goes, don't rape him. And Whoa. I was like, that's not funny. I was like, don't use that term. So then later, like they had, which is a really bad idea, they had beds for the kids to like bounce on and jump on. And he was laying there and I was like, I need you on the edge of the dance floor. We're doing the grand entrance. And I like, at this point he's like, no. So I grab his foot to like drag him off. And he was like, quit raping me. And I was like, little boy, I am not playing with you. That is not a funny term. And I will talk to your parents. Mm. Like why at 13 do you know that term? Is that a joke? And two, why do you think that's a joke? You are going to be the next Stanford douchebag who thinks mm. it's okay because you're white and privileged. Mm. Oh, my God. It made me so mad. So what percentage of the kids would you say are douchey versus cool and uh, It depends on the party. At that party, most most of the kids were douchey. Well, I think, too, it's when true you're 13, none of them are really cool. Right? No, I mean, that's not true. I have a lot of kids who are very cool. Like, if I sit with them, they'll be like, so, like... What do you guys do? And they're very nice and down to earth and humble. Maybe that was Those, just me then. It wasn't, uh, <laughs> wasn't cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, not being like cool as in like, oh, that's the coolest kid here, but are humble and will dance and are very like likable. Yeah. And then you have these asshole kids who are like, I'm better than you. And I'm like, I'm going to smack the shit out wow. of you. Wow. Wow. And you have to wonder what their parents are feeding yeah. them for yeah. that to be. The fact that he brought up the term rape and thought it was okay. Yeah, that's all for mom and dad. That just speaks volumes wow i was so i was like i'm not i'm not messing with him anymore i told my dj i was like call him out on the mic or call his parents over here because i'm not dealing with them and what did it now the times a parent has gotten involved has only been once and a kid pushed me and it was the dad of the party because his parents weren't there so what did dad do uh he took him outside and the guy the kid mouthed off to him and um so then we waited for his parents to get there, and I said, I want to talk to your parents when they get here. So he walks up, and I'm, I think I told you this, taming the other kids of the party. And he's like, you wanted to talk to my parents? And I was like, props to you for actually remembering. Yeah. yeah. And it was his grandma who picked him up, so I don't think his parents were in his life. So that explained a lot. Oh. But nonetheless, I was like, this kid's an asshole. I didn't let him off because his grandma was picking him up. Yeah. And the dad came downstairs with me and was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess that's all far, so foreign to me because I'm just so used to getting physical with kids. <laughs> I well, hey, well this is another. We I've worked at a million different places, and one of the places I worked Not was a, was was a home, uh, a, a boys' home. Oh, so wow. this was like the last stop before jail. So we had kids that had shot people, is this attempted a rape, home or a group home. Kind of, yeah, kind of like a group home where okay. the, where instead of going to jail, the judge sentences you to do twelve months. 
Wow. At a place like this. Away from your family. Like a detention center. Right. Yeah. And I used to work the night shift. So I would come in four to midnight and be, and I was like a teacher slash mentor. And we had times where, you know, the kids would just wild out because they weren't used to order. So, you know, you'd have different things. And sometimes you would have to do what we call a manual assist, where you would grab the kid and hold him in place until he calmed down. Mm -hmm. And then there was a physical restraint where you'd have to take him to the floor. And I probably had to do that uh, once a shift. Maybe one. And how long did that job last? Because that mm. sounds awful. Yeah, I was there. I, I was there about about two years. Um. So I used to. And and these were some of these were big kids. Like some of them right. were big as me. But you know, you had to let them know. Like I will get with you, dude. Like yeah. I will get with you. See, I don't have that problem because a lot. If if it ever got physical, these kids would just fetal position and cry. They're not hard. Like those yeah. kids have had struggles. These kids, their struggles <laughs> that they don't have the new iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, the the rich Jewish kids. Are not, are not these struggling are ones. Not, are not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Got it. Got it. Or, or the kids at these parties. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I don't even know why I'm talking about this on the podcast, but I actually have issues with my wrist mm. from punching one of these kids in the head. <laughs> like, well, here's what happened, right? So he, so much violence. So, he, so, he, so I cracked my wrist, right? Because this kid, this kid was just like going nuts. And Let I, me see your fist. That sounded wrong. But yeah, so I I I, uh, I grabbed him, and that's how you wait. You punch him with your left. Yeah, I'm left-handed. Oh, yeah. That, that so, makes sense. but I hit when I hit him, like I hit him in the in like the side of the forehead, where it's ah. just straight. Like you never want to punch somebody in the forehead, right? Because that yeah, fucks it, your hand. It messes up, not your hand them. up more than it just gives them a unicorn lump and you break your hand. <laughs> so, I, so you made him magical. Well, what happened was I went to manual <laughs> system because I'm like, look. I'm going to have to put my hands on you if you don't calm down. And he, ah, I love you, bud. So I grabbed him, and then somehow he turned the tables on me. He got me. And he put me in like a headlock and wrenched up on me and went to the ground. So at that point, like, he's trying to cut off my Is air and stuff. Is it just you? Yeah, at that, time, at that, at that moment, so it was just oh me. My God. So then I started kind of hammering on him, and then as I kind of got a little bit of space, bop, like I caught him, and I caught him in the uh, side of the head, and that kind of dazed him. And he was fine. I I ended up messed up. And yeah. then he went telling the other kids he beat my ass and all that. But uh, yeah, that's that's the the job. Did I used he to do have. this with his unicorn lump? Like, yeah, yeah, I beat his ass. Don't look at my horn. <laughs> Don't look at my horn. Yeah, because they were like, "Yo, we'll fuck you up." And he right. was like, "Nah." He's like, "Look at his hand. Look at his hand, though." So, but that was, you know what? Meanwhile, it, now you can't write. But no, right. that's cool. At least so you can text. I, so I still have I still have issues with it. But even, every time you got physical with a kid, like. They, uh, you had to like do all these write ups, and sometimes people would have to come in and interview you and from the state, right? And all that stuff. Right, so, so it's not just a free for all beating the shit yeah. out of children, right? Yeah, you can't have that. right. So, but the cool it's thing, it's not a fight club. The cool thing was, <laughs> you, you, you see where some of the kids went on and did great things, yeah. and some of them credit you, and they say, Look, um, you know, thank you, you know, you taught me my yesterday doesn't right. have to be my tomorrow, things I used to tell them, right? And you know, they ended up having jobs and families, and they reach out sometimes. Did like, you well, get your wrist checked out? Uh, no, my wrist is just going to be jacked up. I You never went to the doctor? I did. I did. I got all the, the and the, what they and say? stuff. Uh, it's broken and you need to do physical therapy. And, and you didn't do the physical therapy? I just slacked off on it. Yeah. Slacked off? Yeah. Is that what you did? Yeah. But I tell you, that... here, but, but check this out though, real quick. After I left that job, I ended up working for the Philly warrant unit where people that didn't show up for uh, their probation officers or whatever, like you'd have to go make arrests. Right. So, like, sometimes, also, the, a part of that was... For punishment? I know. Like, you did all this, and now you work for ass. I know. Like... A, 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 but a part, a part of it was everybody that got 
arrested in the city of Philadelphia has to do what they call a bail interview. So you have to sit down and interview them about medical history, all this stuff to see if they're a flight risk. And that helps them determine how high their bail is going to be. So you would do these interviews and sometimes you wouldn't know what crime they were charged with. So you might sit and do an interview and find out, oh, yeah, that's the dude that bashed his wife's head in with a Uh. hammer and rolled her up in a thing. And you would just be talking to him like this (laughs) and find out that that's what had happened. That would be terrifying. It's crazy. So the, the but the toughest, the funniest part of that job was every Monday morning. Half of my interviews were Eagles fans that got too drunk and got and fought cops <laughs> and got arrested. So you might have like an architect or a doctor sitting there with his head down like, can you please call my wife? Ugh. <laughs> like he just got drunk and fought a cop. Yeah. Right. Like, and that used to happen every Monday. Did you ever have to interview yourself about one of these? <laughs> no. <drunken? laughs> no, but okay. See, I wish I, I, wish I had more time. Cause, cause then, but then sometimes it was heartbreaking because some of the people we interviewed were kids I had at the place oh, before and yeah. they would just look at look up at me and someone would start tearing up like i'm so sorry will like like i'm letting you down i just did yeah they felt like right. they were letting me down right um so and did yeah. you tell them they were yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah you You're did well, you should yeah. feel bad i gave yeah. you inspirational quotes motherfucker <laughs> I, I, I emptied the fortune cookie <laughs> handbook on you so yeah so my life has had a lot of twists and turns we'll talk more about it some other day we gotta go that's crazy you. we've heard so much ass and not enough of all these other things <laughs> So we both worked in kid and with kids in very different yeah, ways. Yeah, well, mine is way different. <laughs> well, you ought to try punching one of them in the face. Oh, you I'm could going take to. a page <laughs> out of my book. Give me a month or so. I'm a lawyer. It might we, happen. we can write it up. Thanks. We can write it up. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's all the time we got, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Hey there, listeners. Thanks for listening to our Best of podcast. And I'm wishing you a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays if we're getting politically correct around here. If you feel like you're going through withdrawals, just send me a tweet and I promise to look at it. Yeah, I'll look at it. I'm not going to definitely respond, but I'll at least look at it. Just kidding. We'll see you next year. Thanks again for listening. That's like a bad wedding band. Oh, this is great. No. Yes, it is. It's great. It's great. No, I much prefer Bruno. Speaking of Bruno, I'm going to his concert. Sure. I mean, the person who did it originally is always better. Somebody has a Casio keyboard at a wedding. Yeah. Um, This is, okay, this is Pomplamoose. Who I enjoy very much. Natalie Don and her husband do like remakes and stuff. They also do their own music, but they do their remakes. Re- so they're a wedding cover band. No. Wedding remember a few years ago um, at Christmas time? there. No, were, I don't even remember last night. How nope. am I supposed to remember a couple years ago? There was a series of uh, car commercials where they did. There was a cute young woman who was singing Jingle Bells and a guy like on a xylophone. I think I want to say Mazda or Kia or something like that. And they were just. Singing. And they did they win some type of contest? No, they got. Oh God, I hate you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> All right. No, I, I like Pamplemus. I stand by it. But anyway, that's that's the earworm plays of the day. So. Quit saying that. Earworm. We've had a lot of like disgusting things, <laughs> like the geo duck. Gooey duck. Geo duck. Gooey duck. <laughs> Josh, what a great guy. Yeah. I love that guy. Really nice guy. Yeah. I don't know why he had his pants off the entire time. That was awkward. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I mean, I enjoyed it. I think he it thought was he was Bobby Lee. Yeah. Should I know that reference? Bobby Lee almost always gets naked every time he does an interview. Yeah.
But I haven't interviewed him. No, because when he was supposed to be here, he had a family uh, oh. emergency and couldn't and ended up canceling. But so. And I, you didn't yeah. forewarn me about this? Uh, that he almost always gets naked? Yeah. I would have told you. Day I would have like totally. I would have had a nude bodysuit on underneath, to then do the same thing, catch him at his own game. That would have been interesting. I did not do that for today's pantsless game, so that's unfortunate. Well, I will definitely give you the heads up next time. Okay, I, thanks. I need to see this bodysuit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a cat in the middle. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it's nude. <laughs> what? Yeah, never mind. I'll ask. Nude colored. I'll ask you off, Mike. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are you doing with your hand over there? I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> they're both on the board. I just like the fact that Josh thinks that we have sexy voices. Right. We I, can do the I, sex podcast. That was nice. I listen. I would. I yes. I okay. mean, I, I know nothing about. I sex. know you have a lot of reservations about <laughs> it. Clearly. Um. I do. I know very little about sex. I know roughly where everything goes, and that's about it. Well, there's only so many options down there. It's true. 50-50 chance. Well, depending <laughs> on who. 50 chance of getting it right. Of, yeah. of where and who <laughs> you're with. Yes. Anywho, uh, so you got plans for this weekend? Besides going to the late show with me tonight? Yeah, um, we're going to uh, come see Josh and Will tonight. Um, well, I'm coming for Friday Josh. Night. You're coming for Will. Well, I'm coming for both of them because they're both friends. Well, that's so, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, walked right one right in. But uh, yeah, they 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 uh, I'm gonna come out. It's uh, Friday as we record this. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna come out. I have the day off from the day job. Do you? I do. Why? Because um, I opted... do you have it permanently off? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I opted for three cop days for all the um, parade related overtime. Oh, so you get so three took, days off. Yeah. So I took, I took, here's what I did. I took uh, the Monday following Thanksgiving. So I still got a, a four day weekend. Okay. I took uh, this Friday. Okay. I took next Friday. Uh-huh. And then I still had a week of vacation. This is fascinating podcast talk, I know, but. Wait, but you still had, why didn't you take, I thought you took a week vacation. To well, somewhere. I got my extra week Michigan. finally this year. Oh. Right. So I got three weeks of vacation time this year. Oh, wow. So I had kind of gradually through a series of kind of long weekends this year. I I had burned through two, two uh, weeks. I still had a week left and I didn't want to waste it. But since, because Christmas and New Year's fall on Sunday this year, we get the Monday after each of those days as the holidays. Mm-hmm. So the way I took my extra week of vacation time, I have 11 straight days off of work and i know that probably doesn't sound like a big deal to no a lot that's of people. huge I can't, that's almost I, two weeks it, it's almost probably two uh, by day eight that my wife is going to want to kill me right and I'll probably, so we should prob- celebrate yeah. your life now in case that does happen <laughs> exactly right yes we should tara can only take so much of you yeah yeah uh, 11 straight days. can you imagine a how many naps i'm going to take and b how much other stuff i'm first off that's my life <laughs> i just have days off consecutively all the time um, because I bartend at night and that's a part-time job. So you should just become a bartender. <laughs> I would do that. Yeah, yeah, but you don't get paid vacation. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. If you take a day off, you're, you're not. You're just out of money for that day. Mm-hmm. Could I bartend with you? Cause I don't want to do it if I get to bartend with you. Uh, no, cause then I would have to split my money with you and I'm not okay with that. Sorry. I don't have another job. So that's where our friendship. Yep. 
that's, that's where it ends. That's the line. Yep. Right there. Okay. My bartending money. <laughs> okay. Well, that's I fair, will I cut you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, I suppose. Um. So I had a, you know, my stories from bar hell. Mm. That's what we're going to call this. Stories from bar hell. Yep. I'll create, over the 11 days, I'll create openings for- Don't you get me excited. For uh, great moments in racism and <laughs> and uh, and for your bar tales from hell. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, so I had a guy come in on Monday. This guy's normally very quiet, drinks PBR, which is $3 for a tall boy. That that feels like a lot for Pabst Blue Ribbon. It is, but you're also Uptown Charlotte, and it's the cheapest beer we have, so suck it. Anyways, um, so normally he has a couple tips, maybe a dollar, and then leaves. So I don't give him a lot of my energy. Because I know he doesn't tip well. And even when I tried to give him lots of energy, still doesn't tip well. So I'm like, eh, fuck it. Um, So this guy comes in, and I don't have uh, a lot going on. But I have Bob there. Bob, our faithful listener. Bob, yep. Our listener Um, and your regular. So I'm talking to him, and so I don't really have to pay attention to this guy. Because I have other people to talk to. Uh, And this guy gets to beer six. Hmm. Which I guess isn't a lot. Well, it depends on the person, I yeah, guess. Yeah, on your own kind. But he normally yeah. never has more than four. Are they tall boys too? Yeah. So he's so it's really probably more like ten. I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're not twenty-four ounces. They're probably like sixteen ounces. Even still, if yeah, I mean, a regular a can of beer is eight or twelve. Whatever, then yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I guess if it's a can, yeah, it would be. Yeah, so it's about whatever. Still ten or eleven specifics. regular cans of beer. Yeah. So he's at beer six, and uh, he goes, "I'll take my check," and I'm like, "Thank God." Because he is staring so hard at females. And I can't do anything if you're being creepy at the bar unless you're jacking off at the bar. And then I can ask you to leave. Listen, it happened once. I told you it wouldn't happen again. And I had a girl come in. She goes, yeah, we caught this guy jacking off at the bar. And I go, I described the gentleman. She goes, yeah. I go, we've already been there. (laughs) It's It's sad that we're like, "Eh, it doesn't shock me anymore. Anyway, so the guy's staring really hard. And I'm like, all right, I can't do anything. He's literally creeping out every female at the bar. So he then decides to reopen his tab. My friend Rob is at the bar. Um, Rob tries to befriend him because he knows it'll irritate me. And I'm like, please don't. And so he goes over just to wander and kind of pick at the situation. He comes back over and he goes, no, something's wrong with that guy. Like mentally, something's wrong with him. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll approach with caution. But now he's reopened his second tab and he's on beer seven. And on the first tab, he's like, I only had five. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to argue with you. That's fine. So I take one off, it cashes out, leaves me $2 on 15. Mm. Still not that much, but you've been there for four hours. Yeah. So fast forward, now he's like starting to talk to everybody. Hey, what's your name? And normally he's very quiet. Quiet is okay. If you don't tip a lot, my tolerance for you is small. Yeah. Right. Extremely fucking right, small. Right, because you're working. Right. Yeah. yeah. So... um. You know, the, the majority of the bar has cleared out. Now, it's just my friend Rob and this other couple who's a pretty girl and this uh, this guy that's with her. And I don't know if they're a couple, but they've got the body language like they're more than friends. Okay. Um, And the guy keeps staring at her. And so they go outside to have a cigarette. And the one guy asks him, hey, bro, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And he goes, because you're staring really hard like you're fucking crazy. And he was like, I'm fucking fine. So I was like okay so he asked for another one now this is now beer three on the second tab so i get it out and i don't open it and i go hey this is going to be your last one oh why is that it's like because i think you've had enough 
this is me being nice. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm twat-tastic when I cut someone <laughs> off. I'm like, you're fucking done. Close your shit out and get out. But anyways, so I tell him, you know, well, I can have like 30, 35 of these and be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't have to give you another one. Oh, no, please bless me with another beer. I said, nope, you're done. Put his check down. This story has a point. Anyway, so I put his check down. He signs it, and he goes, I only had one. I go, I'm not doing this with you. You had two. Pay for it and leave. So he pays, waits to hand me the receipt to get a reaction out of me, and I'm smarter than this. Yes, you are. I don't react in front of people unless they piss me off, and I need to call them out and embarrass them in front of their friends. Totally cool with that because I'm the sober one. And I also do that when I'm drunk. (laughs) I digress. (laughs) So he pays his tab and hands me his 650 check with a big line through the tip, which I was expecting. It's 650. Yeah, like yeah. you getting out of here is so much more valuable to me. Um so I get it and he laughs like a crazy person in my face. And I'm like, uh, don't bother coming back because you're banned officially. Wow, you have the authority to ban people from the bar? I don't know if I do, but I said it. <laughs> I fucking believed it. He go, what? Why? What'd I do? So now he's pissed because he's like, my favorite PBR no, spot. No. So I'm like, because uh, you're being rude and that's that's enough and for me. You so decided. Yeah. You're not you're not welcome here anymore. Just don't come in when I work. You can come in with other people and if they tolerate you, fine. I didn't say all that. I just said, you're officially banned. Don't come in when I work. <laughs> Which basically means Mondays and Wednesdays. My manager comes out because I text him before I cut the guy off and said, get, get up here. So he comes up here and my friend Rob is there to kind of like back me and Rob's former military. So I feel pretty safe. You know, I'm, I know I'm tough, but I am at the end of the day, only 115 pounds. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, my money's still on you though. Yeah, no, definitely. It should be, but I just don't <laughs> yeah. want to escalate yeah. like that. So my manager's like, all right, well just step outside with me and like, tell me your side. You know, because he's trying to be fair to the guy. He knows me, and he knows I'm feisty. But so he steps out with the guy, and the guy's like, no, fuck you, to me. And so Aaron's like, you got to go. You're not going to talk to her like that, yeah. thankfully. And when he gets outside, he calls Aaron a an ass muncher. And hmm. I do not use this term, but to quote him, he called him a faggot. And that is just such ugly language. Yeah. But I just haven't heard someone called an ass muncher in a very long time. Yeah, no, not, not yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah, Beavis and Butthead? What? It was, was curious at that. Fuck? Like, I want to hurt this guy, so this right. is what I'm going to, yeah. So he left and then decided to come back and sit outside, smoke cigarettes, and talk shit to people walking in the door. Hmm. But then at that point, can't, I mean, like. She, oh, no, we called security. Yeah, because your bar's in a bigger complex that has its yeah. own security, so. Right. Yeah. And uh, my friend Rob went out there to, like, try and, like, calm him down. And I was like, quit trying to play therapist. Get inside. Yeah. So it was it was a good time, you know. I was like, great, this guy is definitely one of those people who's going to come back with like a butter knife and try and kill me. Well, that's no good. So next week when I'm not here, it's because PBR man killed me, or I'm on Xbox. Yeah. Slash PlayStation Four. Yeah. Because I don't have Xbox. Well, we got to get you an Xbox. Can I game on Wii? I. What were those words? I don't know. <laughs> what. Do people like live stream their gaming on Wii? Oh, I don't know even that. I mean, Wii, I suppose, is still a thing. Excuse me, I have a Wii, and well, it's very fun. I have a Wii as well. I think it would be, you have, 
You have a See, penis. It's different. I knew it's as, not... as as I was saying that sentence, I knew that was going to Thought you were going to finish it with I have a wee nerve. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's just Let me I, tell you, calling it a wiener, huge turn I don't think remember we was like a really big It was, yeah. Thing. My brothers got me and my ex-boyfriend yeah. one. Yeah. I, I retained that shit during the breakup. As it's my be. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it just never, I feel like it never really caught on the way it probably should have. I don't know. I still think it's pretty popular. My point is, I think these gamers would rather see me bouncing around doing a interactive game versus sitting, hitting a button and talking like this and asking them what they had for lunch today. Is it hard for you to stand up now? Sorry. A little bit. A little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. That was a great follow-up. So, it, the, the okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. We have a uh, mutual friend named uh, Nikki who who also yes. has bartended uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in the past as well. And but she got out of it. Yes. I was having it's like a death trap. A conversation with her about there's a thing down I don't know if it's just a thing down south or your wiener if it happens <laughs> everywhere. Uh of particularly waitresses calling or bartenders calling you like honey or darling or sweetie. I think uh, I don't know if it's a southern thing only. It's happened to me before in other places, but never like it happens down here. Oh, it's. De- I think it's. It's definitely more common down here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't expect to hear a Boston accent say, "What can I get for you, honey?" <laughs> versus a Southern, "What can I get for you, honey?" Right. You know. So does that, like, if you okay? So Nikki used to tell me that. I mean, obviously that's a trick to get a bigger tip. See, that's not a trick for me. I learn their names. Oh. I know everybody's name that comes into my bar. That's interesting too. Yeah. Including Michael Scutley. Motherfucker. PBR. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, should we, do we need to bleep his name? No. Okay. So it, it, He signed a waiver. It was on his credit card. He didn't know it. <laughs> so, so there's a place uh, close to where I work. Um, and they serve burgers at this place. No, the other place. Oh, okay. Across the street. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's not a great place. It's yeah. a good place to go and get a quick burger and 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 hand job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and go back to work. But the, the 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 waitresses there, I think, have been schooled to to in the honey darling. I don't like that. Baby. It's ingenuine then. Right. I don't. Especially the one. There's one particular waitress there who lays it on super thick. And in, we, what are we talking about? The honey baby darling. Oh, okay, I just wanted to make thing. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what she was laying thick and on. The lotion. Um <laughs> it, 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 where literally I think that there was one time she literally worked like uh, a sweetie and a honey into the same sentence. So oh, it was, that's overload. <laughs> so Stop it. it was like you know, hey sweetie, what do you think you want for, for, for dinner? Or like hey sweetie, you ready to place your order, honey? And I was like that's, that's too much. <laughs> that's ingenuine. That, that's yeah. I'm starting to that's doubt. A, I'm starting to are doubt. They Hooters? Her sincer- that, are you going to Hooters? I'm starting to doubt her sincerity. When she, yeah. Yeah. See, I'll use names like that if it's busy, but I don't. I don't do honey sweet. I'm like, what can I get for you, love? Yeah. 
or babe, but I use that with guys and girls. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, it's such a lost art to learn people's names if True. you're bartending. Fair enough. Because they'll be yeah. like, hey, what are, you, what are you drinking? Yeah. If I'm busy, okay. But usually I, so people don't go, hey, can I get another? I'll say, um, okay, Brian, I'm Sammy. If you need anything, let me know. Yeah. Which is nice. Which that feels good. Right. <laughs> and that would give you, especially if you used your Xbox voice, like a, right. tw- a $20 tip on a right. $5 tip. Well, unless you drink PBRs. Right. But yeah, so that's a good time. What are you doing with the rest of your day, mister? Uh, there's a nap in my future. Uh, an app afternoon. or a, a nap? A, a nap. Okay. <laughs> yes, there's, there's an, an app, app. There's or a, a nap. A nap, I believe, in my future. I have a couple things I do need to uh, play with uh, accomplish this afternoon. I'm gonna I'm gonna frantically <laughs> play, play with, with my, my Wii. I'm gonna frantically play with uh, your Wii, and then uh, I'm gonna come to the club tonight. Yeah. So and you'll meet me at the club tonight. Yeah. The, 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 the if real quick, and then we gotta go. But doubling back to the honey baby darling sweetie conversation. If a dude does it to a a female customer, totally like fine. a waiter does it to a female customer, sure. Would it be? Yeah, I think that's totally fine. I feel like there are some women who would be offended by that. If a dude does it to a dude, no, but well, a female that- <laughs> can do it to a female. You know what I'm saying, though? It's definitely no, a double no, no, no. standard because I say babe, doll, love to females, right? Even if I know their name, true. Which is also hot, by the way. But if right. if, <laughs> if if a male waiter were to call a female customer, honey, darling, baby, sweetie. I think gay guys probably get away with it more than straight guys. But you have to be, you would have to be openly flaming. No, I don't think so. Don't you think? Because I think there have been some servers that if you're with your girlfriends, it's almost endearing. It's like, oh, he thinks, you know, thinks we're cute. But like. But don't you think there are some women who would be like, I'm not your sweetie. Yeah, but like, those how would you are cunty women. I can't argue with that. I would be, I I would mock him for it. Yeah. But like in a playful way, like set my food down and say, here you go, honey. And here's your, your plate of curly fries, honey. Thanks, babe. <laughs> yeah. See that? That's fine. But I can see you doing that. Let, that was so fun role playing. We should do that more. It often. was. I can not agree more. But it, it, you, and like you call me, you know, I mean, we exchange Boom. terms of endearment all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not, but I'm not going to tip you. You're not? <laughs> well, maybe a little Fuck. bit. Fuck. <laughs> Wasting all these pet names. <laughs> Boo-boo kitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. I think some people do overkill. Yeah. And and they think it'll give them a bigger tip. You know, I used to um, intern with the Ace and TJ show mm-hmm. um, in Charlotte. And that was TJ's, like, he hated when anybody would use pet names. Because it, it seems ingenuine. It's one thing if you're... Old and old school Southern, and you're like, "Here you go, honey." Yeah, if you're That's different. Yeah, if but you, if you're pushing, right. right? Don't pet name rape me. Yeah, don't you do it? <laughs> don't you force your pet name on me? Don't you do it? But see, I like when you do it. But right, but you also like me. <laughs> when the waitress at the burger place at works, Golden Corral <laughs> works works sweetie and honey into the same sentence, that's that's laying it on a little thick. Yeah. You I, should just go in there and put a name tag on yourself that says Brian, like a ridiculously large one sticker right over your Hollywood. happy nipple <laughs> so she sees it. So it makes a point. <laughs> and uh, when she calls you honey, just point and she'll think you're pointing to your nipple, but it'll be a name <laughs> tag that right. says Brian. Yeah. 
And then I'll go, hey, my eyes are up here. Yeah. Quit staring at my crotch, <laughs> honey. <laughs> or just do that. Be really, really dry and sarcastic when you say it back. Uh, well, honey, I'll have <laughs> just be an asshole about it. But Problem th- solved. Even though I do find it uh, disingenuous. You still like it. I do. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a real problem. It's a real problem with me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the strippers actually like you? They don't? No, no, they do. <laughs> You're going to the right clubs. All right. All right. Well, uh, we're going to go get you a lap dance from your girlfriend. Excellent. Um, yeah. Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice. <laughs> Also a featured latte at Starbucks. Yeah. She's a barista yeah. by day. She hasn't been returning my text, though. I'm a little concerned. Oh, her phone got cut off. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. That's why we're going to go see her right now so she can get that turned back on. Anyways, we'll see you next week. What's up, everybody? This is Will Jacobs, host of the Comedy Zone podcast. First of all, I want to thank everybody for their support uh, over the life of the podcast. You all have been great. Your your feedback, the subscribing. Everything, the liking, the sharing, everything y'all have done, we appreciate. Second of all, and most importantly, from myself, my wife, Sandra, my cats, Reggie and Toby and Willie Jr., we all want to wish you all a happy, safe, blessed and healthy holiday season and a prosperous new year. We appreciate everything, y'all. Peace out. Oh, man, we back. Comedy Zone podcast. Thanks again for Rodney Perry coming through, hanging out with us. I love that guy. Yeah, he's, oh, he's awesome. Rodney's the best. Rodney's the best. Um, he didn't put me on his show, but that's all right. Yeah, well. Yeah. I was, I probably wasn't ready. I'm yeah. ready now, though. I should. Yeah, I he comes back now. It's on. I should have did a yeah. tight five when he was in here to get on the show. <laughs> I didn't do that, though. Well, we back. You heard the music coming in. Man, it's NFL season. We had uh, week two. Well, we just had week two. We're yeah. going into week three. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are uh, looking lionish. What's uh, the deal, brother? What? They're, uh, week one looked okay. It did. Came back one at Indianapolis, which I realize, you, you know, but. It means a, something. It's a road win, which we'll take. Yeah. Uh, last week blew a 15-point lead, lost 16-15 to 15 to Tennessee, <sighs> and lost a third of their starting lineup. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Abdullah's out. Uh, like all their linebackers are hurt, someone in their secondary. It's it's brutal. Man, it's a, I, I mean injuries are you know it's part of the NFL. So ne- you know next man up. But uh. well, when you a Lions fan, once you get that first win, you pop a little champagne, right? Because you had the one season <laughs> where you didn't get any. Yeah, that one season plus the next seven games that they plus, lost. How many games did they lose in a row? It was twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, see, you got to pop yeah. a little, at least some sparkling cider. Yeah, it, any win's good. Any win is good. It's just, you know, then at home they blow a 15-point lead to Tennessee. Yeah, see, and the and the rough thing is your division feels winnable. Green Bay ain't Green Bay. Yeah, no, no, no. Aaron Rodgers isn't what he once was. Uh, Minnesota is Man. all beat up to hell. Oh, Chicago's a dumpster fire. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. it's right there. <clears throat> Right there, but that Abdullah thing, man. Y'all got this kid, Dwayne Washington, that's supposed to step in, and him and Theo Riddick, I guess, are going to be the backfield now. Yeah, I think so, although they just brought a guy who used to play with them who left. Ronnie Hillman? No, 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 no. He the, went to Minnesota. Yeah, the guy, his name escapes me now, but he left oh, the Zach game. Oh, Zach Zinner. No, another guy. He left the game because of concussions. 
And now he's talking about uh, they're talking about re-signing him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, it's uh, but they did come out yesterday and and emphatically, I should say Wednesday, and emphatically say that they will not be signing Ray Rice. So we got that going. <laughs> well, shouts out to y'all for taking a <laughs> we're taking a stand for taking a stand against <laughs> domestic abuse. Now, if we could get y'all to take a stand against losing, <laughs> you, won't, you won't make your voices heard when it comes when it comes to losing. <laughs> They won't stand up against losing, but but yeah. So but y'all y'all are gonna be all right, man. I yeah. I, I Stafford. I think you got the right coaching staff. I feel like I feel like you got the stuff in place. I don't know what's happening. They'll be eight and eight. That's fine. <sighs> all right. Well, Marvin Jones was a good signing. Clearly, that was good for yeah. y'all, right? Yeah. 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 So that was and Anquan Bolden. He dusted him off. I like yeah. that. There you go. Sixty-seven year old. Sixty-seven year old. And I like your tight end. Ebron's good too. Yeah. 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 So, and your Eagles? Hey, 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 man! Carson look, Wentz, baby. we wince you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I know that's corny, but it's wince. I'm putting wince in everything, man. I went from destroying that trade on Facebook. It took the first half of the first game. I said he's going to win us a Super Bowl. I've seen enough. <laughs> Two quarters. I've seen enough. This is the one, Philadelphia. We finally found the one. It's Carson Wentz. It was Carson Wentz the whole time. We just didn't know it. Yeah. It's like dating your wife in, in high school and you didn't know she was your wife. And then all of a sudden you say, hold on, I think I'm going to marry you. That's how I was with Wentz. He was just this kid in North Dakota. We didn't know nothing about him. He was out there hunting elk or whatever the hell they do. And now he's going to lead us to the promised land. It's, about, it's Wentz. Wentz is going to do it, I'm convinced. If he, if he made the Eagles comfortable enough to part with Sam Bradford. <laughs> Man, please. Then there must be something there. Man, please. And they offered a first-round pick for him. That's the part I didn't understand. Right, Minnesota right. gave up a first round pick for Sam Bradford because they were because see the Vikings think this is their year and Adrian Peterson was oh, still man. healthy. Listen, I want to give a special shout out to the Seahawks for making the Vikings think that they were one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing them close last year in the playoffs. You made the Vikings think that they have a chance when they don't, and they gave up a number one pick no, for seriously. Sam Bradford because of what the Seahawks did. So I appreciate y'all. Shouts out to the, the uh, 12th man. Yeah, no. They were feeling good. They got that that shiny new stadium. They got you know, Bridgewater's coming into his own. Adrian Peterson's back. They lost ten to nine in negative forty <laughs> degrees, and that told them we were ready. We're there. Hell, the Seahawks didn't win the championship. We've arrived. Because <laughs> see, if you lost to the eventual champion, damn. Right. But no, that that's you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fascinating season, man. You know, I'm knee deep in this fantasy stuff. Mm. You got I, what eight teams? Oh man, it's too many teams, man. It's too it's too many teams. teams. One more team would have hurt my marriage. It was close. (laughs) It it was close, but we kept it at eight. I'm I'm all over the place with it, but I I love fantasy football. That's my thing. So I'm I'm I just played. Matter of fact, I just played Sammy's guy, Danny. Yeah, I just played Daniel. Whooped his ass. I hey man, I had to pull my belt out, man. I know we don't spank. I know we don't spank like we used to, but I had to pull my belt out on Daniel. That's all I had to pull my belt on. You know, you know, I had to do what I do. So I'm I'm two and zero. Oh. Uh, I think I got. I might have Sammy coming up. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, man, yeah, I'm feeling good about my fantasy teams too. Good. So it's that time of year, man. It's but it's also the time of year where I got to watch my weight. Uh, because that can get out of control, man. Yeah, I was gone for two weeks, and I started plumping up. My pants started getting tight. I said, "Damn, in two weeks!" Yeah, you you seem to gain and lose pretty quickly. I I gain and lose fast, yeah. man, and and a lot of it's on me because I eat my my working out is tied to my diet. 
Right. So if I'm eating right, I mean, if I'm working out, I'm probably eating right. If I ain't working out, I ain't eating right. And that's what I fell into again over the last couple of weeks. I told my trainer last night, I said, look, man, my <laughs> my motto over the last two weeks at every restaurant was, ooh, I'll get two of those. <laughs> I said that so many times. <laughs> ooh, I'll get two of those was my anthem slogan for the last two weeks. So I can't do no more, ooh, let me get two of those. <laughs> and then I'd be like, ooh, I just, I'll just eat the other one for lunch. You know damn well yeah, I mean no, both of them tonight. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it yeah. don't. It don't happen. Like you know, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh no, like it, it it never. There there are very few leftovers in our house. Yeah. 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 It don't happen that way, no, especially with that that slow cooking and all the stuff you got going on. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we can't like 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 you know my wife and I can't like you know clear out a nine pound pork nine pound pork butt. In, yeah. in one day. Mm-hmm. But it a couple three four days it's gone. Yeah. <sighs> Wow, man! Yeah, now it's you having a we having a luau at your house coming up. Right? Well, we had talked about doing it Sunday, and I was hoping to talk to Sammy Joe about this because Sammy Joe is, is emceeing an event yeah. now, like up in Lake Norman, that ends at six o'clock on Sunday. That's tough, and it's up in Lake Norman. That's tough. So, I don't, but if you and your lovely wife would like to come over on Sunday, we can still make this happen, and then we'll just have to do another one with Sammy Joe and Dan. We sure would. We're going to see my in laws this weekend, but I think we'll be back in town by that time. Okay, yeah, because it wouldn't be, you know. Because it, it's going to take me nine hours. This is the part of the show where Will and I make plans for the weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yeah, hi. It's weekend talk. We gave you enough content already. <laughs> yeah, let me remind you how much you're paying. <laughs> um, the, 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 um, like, it would be like 6 o'clock Sunday. Okay. So, you know, before the butt's out of the smoke and ready. So, mm. um, you know, let me know as late as tomorrow. Okay. If you want to do that, and then uh, we'll make it happen. I can't. Uh, I I'm going to definitely. I know already. I'm going to try to make it happen. All right. I'm I'm, All right. I'm excited about that. So that was that was uh, we covered a lot. <sighs> Did we, we covered ever? a lot? And then yeah. you know we'll see what tonight brings and what the, you know the next few nights bring and everything else, man. Um, yeah. Just for clarity, uh, we're recording this Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Thursday so it's afternoon. really kind of technically the after the second night of protests, but heading into the third night where the state's already brought in the National Guard for tonight. Okay. So for Thursday night. So whatever happened on Thursday night, we don't know about yet. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Right, yeah. So when you're hearing this, we won't have known what happened tonight. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, I mean that, that, you know, I feel like having the National Guard here could go either way. You know, yeah. it, 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 it's, you know, on one hand, it's... Man, it's, I just yeah. want people to get home safe, man. Yeah. I, I just, I want people... To get home safe. If you're listening to this and you, uh, you know, no matter where you're at, if you're demonstrating or if you help and protect demonstrators and help and protect the city, everybody get home safe, man. Make your voices heard. Make your points heard. Let's get to work on some of the problems. But at, but before any of it, everybody need to get home safe. Yeah, that's that's what this is about. Yeah. So and don't drown out your message by by doing something silly. Yeah, don't you know. uh yeah, yeah, be 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 careful. I you know, be careful with what with with what you do. But I'll say this about that though, bro. I ha- I have to say this about that. When we talk about drowning out the message. Again, we If some of what we saw last night drowns out the message for you, Black people have been saying this stuff for decades. Right. So when we so when we and and you've seen it uh via 
uh, and minorities. You've seen it via peaceful protests. You've seen pastors on television. You've seen all the peaceful methods of conversation. So if it didn't sink in for you by then, last night doesn't make a difference. Last night is just for people to go there, thugs. That's all last night is about. Hey, we can we can talk about the property damage and and all that stuff, and we can say that needs to not happen, and we can be flat out discussing that part. But this idea that burning a trash can is going to drown out something people have been telling y'all for ten years, come on, man, that's disingenuous. It's not just the one, you know. It's not just the one trash can that was set on fire. It's the whole thing. (laughs) Knowing the way the media and me you know as part of the media you know knowing the made the way the media works use that system you know you know that 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 you know cnn's not going to go cover 400 people on their knees in a church you know but they are going to cover you know 600 people raising a ruckus uptown so use that you know use that system against itself if you want to be heard it's it's yeah yeah there's a you you have it has to there's be a way targeted to do that it, yes. it has it has to be targeted and and you have to do these things it's it's hard man it is because hard. we're asking a lot of young people first of all we're asking them to come in and clean up our mess mm-hmm. come in because by the time that they're out there protesting and everything else there have been so many systemic failures that we don't take ownership of that these people that these young people out there trying to figure this shit out that so yeah they don't get right. it right. right. <laughs> they, right. Guess what? They don't always get it right. Yeah. And and but the number one thing has to be uh, safety, man. Safety. Don't be tearing up the city. Yeah. I understand that sentiment. Like Chris Rock. I remember Chris Rock was doing a bit about the OJ thing, and he yeah. said, "I ain't saying he should have killed her, but I understand." <laughs> you know. And yeah. that wasn't yeah. that, that was messed up, man. Because that was a. But with these things, I understand the sentiment. Yeah, I get the anger. But we gotta we yeah. gotta also realize that we gotta get up the next day and and deal with this stuff. And these other things are time taken away exactly. from dealing exactly. with this stuff. Right. Attacking a news crew. Right. Is we can't not do that. We can't again across. we can't do that. We gotta stay on message and stay focused about what we need to do here. And you're right, that that is a distraction. Yeah. And we can't feed into distractions. I'm hundred yeah. percent with you on that. You articulated that much better than I did. But yes. <laughs> Well, I'm a lawyer, man. You are a lawyer. I took out a million dollars in student loan (laughs) debt. That's right. I wish I, you know, whatever. (laughs) But no, I No, I'm a writer. I make $5 an hour. You think (laughs) I'd be able to come up with something? But no, man, right. We don't don't want to fall for the okie dokes, not the red herrings. Let's get down to some real discussions we saw last night. We'll see what tonight and the next day are. But after all of this, we need to come together and talk, man. We need to come together and talk. And, and start holding these folks accountable that are running a system that plays favorites. Let's start holding folks accountable. All right, everybody, be safe. We love you. We love you. If you're listening to this, man, you know we love you. But like and rate us on iTunes. Is that how it works? Yes. Uh, like us, review us, tell two friends about us, find us uh, all over the place. You know where to find us. Yeah, you know where to find us. Just it. find us, for God's sake. Yeah, just find us, man. What the hell are you doing? Be, we just want to be found. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks y'all for listening, man. We'll talk to y'all next week. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 